What's up, everybody? It is the CBC Wisdom Hour, number 120 for December 29th, 2020, the last podcast of 2020. I'm Steve Witchell in New Orleans. A lot of 20s in there. It's Tony B coming to you live from New Jersey. What's happening? Ah, uh, not much. You can call me Jerry, though. I'm going to call you Jerry. My friends call me Tony, but you can call me Jerry. Do you know what I mean by that? That, you, that I can call you Jerry? Yes. Is that like you can call me Al? No, clearly you don't know what I mean by that, so you didn't do your homework. I'm no, disappointed I'm, I in you. <laughs> didn't go to school today. What's what, what's 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 up with Jerry? Did I send you a text yesterday or the day before yesterday? Oh yes, you did. And you did not do your homework. No, I did not have time to investigate that suggestion. <sighs> I had a we got a, there's there's so much to talk about with that and I figured it was a great way to end the year or an even better way to start the next one. Yes, well apparently that's going to be the way it's going to go. <laughs> I guess there you go. So see, I'm already planning ahead, Steve. Come on, keep up. All right. Well, let me just let the audience in on what I'm talking about, <clears throat> and then we'll 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 do our review next week. Okay. Um, but uh, a movie on Pixar came out on Christmas Day called Soul. And it's uh, Jamie Foxx does the main character. Tina Fey does the other main character. And it is fantastic. It's it's everything, not everything. It's a lot of things that we talk about here on the Wisdom Hour. And it's all, you know, centered around music. Obviously, this guy plays a jazz musician who is a middle school teacher and longing to play that dream gig and then things happen and it's just it, I watched it twice already I watched it like on Sunday I think I watched it on my computer with my headphones on so I could really hear the music and yep. uh, you know I got the big my big Mac uh, computer so the picture looked great and uh, then today I just had it on TV while I was kind of doing stuff but I Sat down every once in a while to watch certain parts, but anybody watch that's seen Pixar movies, you know the care that they put into that, uh, those stories and the animation, and I, and I haven't seen all the Pixar movies, which I really want to do. Um, in fact, I haven't I haven't seen most of them. The ones I've seen though have been spectacular, like Finding Nemo, Cars, Incredibles. Um, I've never seen any of the Toy Story movies. Have you? No. No. Well, no, I saw the I saw the first, uh, the very first one when my kids were little. Okay, yeah, it goes back that that far, huh? Sure, <clears throat> the nineties. Um, but yeah, uh, it's probably a little too early to. Well, it's not too early to review it, but it's probably too early to delve into that movie, the movie Soul, anyway, because it's new, and I don't want to give away spoilers but i want to be able to discuss a lot about that movie with you um so we're gonna kind of have to give away some spoilers in the discussion so we'll give everybody another week to watch it and that's fair yeah that's fair give you another week to watch it um as well 
Um, and uh, we will reconvene on that topic next week, next year, in fact. Next year, but what a great way to start the new year off, Steve. Yes, I agree. I agree. It really is. Got some great core messages in there that we talk about. Um, and uh, I, I mean, just being a musician, I just love the theme of the whole thing. And uh, just spectacular, man. The animation is just. Oh, I can't uh, wait. It's off the charts. Incredible. Um, you know, so there's times when you're watching and you do, you know, it doesn't even look like animation, but it is. Um, just you know, really good. The music is just dynamite. They the they have a <clears throat> a bunch of the jazz songs and score were done by John Baptiste, who's a New Orleans native and is the band leader for uh, Stephen Colbert on the Late Show. Um, uh huh. And uh, the the score is by Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails, and uh, I forget the other guy's name. Um, and it's just it's gorgeous. It's be- the score is just amazing. Um, you know, it's one of those movies you can just listen to. You can just listen to the whole movie, and you would still enjoy it. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's you know all this new technology is making for very, very robust and good-sounding uh, audio, you know, on a lot of things lately, and real affordable, you know, to do it for your home, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I imagine that they had been still working on this movie during the pandemic, and fortunately, animated movies you can do remotely, because you're doing it all on computer. Right, that's what I mean. So they're yeah. not in the studio somewhere, you know, for Disney. They're, they're you know, they're doing it from home. Yeah. They, or in they, their own studio. Yeah, they probably had some of the voiceover stuff done on location somewhere, but it may have been done before the pandemic even started because I think they do that first and then they animate around it. All right. Um, yeah. So maybe they have, would have had to do some touch up stuff or whatever, but they probably could have done that remotely. So um, I, I, I'm really curious to see. To the the behind the scenes, the making of it, how long it took, because I remember seeing that for like Finding Nemo, and I remember Finding Nemo took three years to make, which is a hell of a long time, man. Oh for, yeah, for an hour it's, and a half movie. A bit, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just so much detail, so many people working as a team to put something like that together. Finding Nemo, I saw. Like, I'm not ashamed. I know it's a, a Disney movie, but I saw it in the theater. Without any kids, <laughs> I went with my girlfriend. Right on. It was a good, like I said, that was you know cutting edge movie for the, its time. Yeah, you know, in a lot of respects. But yeah, it's uh, you know, like you said, the technology is just uh, on all facets of everything it is, is so greatly improved. You know, like the animated stuff doesn't even look animated anymore. Right. Yeah, I mean it does, but there's parts of it where it's just so uh, it's so detailed, it's so rich, it's so has so much depth to it that well, it's, it's like a lot of the gaming, you yeah. know, game too, you know. Yeah, this just sounds so freaking loud to me. Maybe I need to turn my headphones down. Maybe your headphones are too loud, Steve. I I usually have my headphones cranked, but for some reason lately I've been getting better audio on this thing where I don't need to crank them so. That that fixed it. I turned up, turned them down. See that? And if it's not clipping on your end, then we're good. It is not. I watched this meter 
all the time. When I'm speaking, when you're speaking, when no one's speaking. I'm staring at this meter. Well, very exciting to go video for next year. Maybe not next week, but, you know, in the coming month. Yeah, I would say in January we need to do that. Um, we need to start doing... Getting with the times. And, and filming. At least filming it. Yeah. Um, maybe not necessarily doing it live, but at least filming... I don't know how we would do that, though. We got to figure that out. I got to figure that out. Both of us have to figure that out. Well, I think we just do it via Skype, you know, and I'll have my remote camera set up by then. Oh, I guess we could do it Skype, right? And then just turn the video on and use that as your your source. But I don't know how I can. I don't know how to do Skype, and then do Facebook Live with it, or any other live with it. So we would we'll have to record it. it. We'd have to record it. I mean, we could record it and then. Upload it. Do that too. This episode has been pre-recorded sure. for your convenience. I, I like doing live though, because I like having live feedback from people. And since we don't have a phone and can't take calls, wait. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm told there is a caller. <laughs> I'm told. Line five caller. What's your question? Yes. Um. But yeah. Well. Yeah. Let's let's really make a point to do that to figure this out and, and do it uh, do it live on video. So that means I'm gonna have to take showers and shit. Man. Put on nice clothes. Phone's ringing up the hook over here, dude. I hear it. Hang on. You got wisdom one? out. I can direct your goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah I talk to the head wisdom guy, please. Uh, that's me. How are you doing? Speaking. Speaking. <laughs> what can I do for you today? So what's going on, my friend? Head How wisdomer. Uh, head wisdomer. <laughs> I was trying to think of it. <laughs> Speak of the engineer in my, charge of wisdom distribution, please. Yeah, Mr. Wisdomer, but you can call me Wiz. <laughs> you can call me the Wiz. Wisdomer. That's I bet you there's I bet you we get wisdomer.com. <laughs> wisdomer. <laughs> I am the wisdomer. Bringer of wisdom. Yeah, you have wisdom, but I'm wisdomer. <laughs> wisdomer, how is that spelled exactly? I'm gonna I'm gonna spell it like W I S D O M E R. Oh, I thought you were spelling it like W I Z D U M B E R. Well, I could do that too, because that's definitely not taking that domain. One word: wisdomer dot com. Right, wisdomer. Chief Wisdom Officer at Wisdomer.com. That might be a good idea. Just grab That's that domain. Name. Write that down. You write that down. I'm saying it live on the air now, so somebody else is going to grab it. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's a great like, idea. You want to buy it? I got it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll charge you a thousand bucks now. It's 600 bucks. Spend your stimulus check on it. Speaking of which, uh, I, they passed that thing last night. The thing we were talking about last week. Yes. And then Chalk was like, oh, guess what? They're not doing it. Well, Trump finally signed it, and yep. it's through. So the Save Our Stages, Save the Stages thing is getting funded, which is awesome for venues, and uh, everybody's getting uh, their unemployment uh, benefits uh, now. Uh, and not enhanced. Lengthened. What's the stupid word I'm looking for? Extended. Extended. Thank you. <laughs> I just completely brain farted for like... Three seconds, I was just not on this plane. Um, extended for uh, for another 11 weeks, I think. So I think it's great. 
I mean, the stuff that I'm doing now, too, that I think is going to help me with making money in the new year. Uh, but I can definitely use the, the buying a little bit of extra time here. So, <laughs> so I'm happy about it. And yeah, then, definitely, definitely helps. And then I saw that uh, just just a, like a half hour ago that uh, they said the stimulus checks might go out as soon as tonight. The $600 ones. Oh, wow. As soon as tonight. So if you got them direct deposited the last time, then they might be in your bank account tonight. Yeah, you might wake up to bread tomorrow. Yeah. And he said, uh, Steve Mnuchin said that the uh, paper checks will be going out tomorrow. So so they're at least they're moving on that. You know, so because end of the month now, end of the year, it was just Christmas. And people's unemployment has lapsed, and their rent, their their eviction uh, thing has has is gone. Now they could get evicted. So this extra money right now is going to help a lot of people. Yeah, no, for sure. <clears throat> so I'm excited about that. Um, what else is going on? Um, I asked this question last night. I want to see what some of the answers are. Asked a question. The, the, the government central group, dude, by the way, sometimes you're... I, I really wish you were in there, but sometimes it's you're probably going to be glad that you're not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, at some t- It happens occasionally. You know, it's, th- it's not... There's not a regular period of time that this happens, but every once in a while, for like three days or so, people are just insane and asking stupid questions and... And then people jump up right on the, the bandwagon of it. Like uh, uh, the, the latest thing was like, uh, should drummers be allowed to eat with the band or something like it was something that specific, like that specific. And, you know, it was a chance for everybody to, to rip on drummers. And then, you know, people are just following suit. Like, should drummers be able to drive with the with the band? And, and, and then just stupid. It just got dumber as it went on. And and then on another uh, path was this guy asking, uh, his post read exactly, um, should women be allowed in bands? That's what he wrote. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, did that cause a, an explosion. Of you know what stuff. the problem is, Steve, is that all these dopes are non-drummers. See, if there was just more drummers involved, it'd be so much better. Right. Yeah, the drum thing was was more of an aside, but this one was the big one. Should women be allowed in bands? Some some guy asked. And man, oh man, oh man, that just it just went off the rails. Uh, how do you how do you monetize that? I don't know. I wish I knew. I'm still that trying. Drama, you know that crazy, you know, you have a, excitement that just explodes out of something like that. You have like a Maury Povich show. We ask those questions, and people, <laughs> or, or Jerry Springer show, and people start throwing chairs. Then you have like a huge women's rocker rally. Tens of thousands of chicks show up, and you and you invite that guy, and you don't tell him what it is. You know, then you're like, <laughs> I like to bring to the stage, Bill. Hey, Bill, <laughs> throw him right to the wolves. <laughs> so, and especially with the women, like, because. This guy asked this question, and it went on for. I saw it, and I left it up, and but I saw people being ridiculous and being disrespectful, and but I still left it up for a little while, and then it just got out of hand, and I took it down. Then some girl 
had screenshotted it and then she put up a post with the screenshot saying well this is a good question because basically she was saying because some women are you know are, are divas or are assholes or or don't deserve or shouldn't be in a band so that just created a whole new uproar with everybody oh and, yeah and i left that up i was just like all right this is what these people want to talk about but i'll leave it but the, but it just brings out the dirty yuckiness of people um, especially hiding behind a computer on an internet forum essentially um and just i don't know just being dicks and then and then another then she took that down herself and then another person went and brought the topic up again this was another woman and she was defending the fact that women do belong in bands and but she went further than that she was vindictive so any guys that came on there that said something even if they were joking and a lot of the guys there were joking and sometimes it doesn't translate in written word um but you know some guys are saying well yeah as long as the dishes are done and the the laundry is folded then they can be you know oh yeah i'm sure people had a lot of fun with that yeah much chagrin yeah so and, and then she was attacking all everybody Every guy that said something, she was attacking and and rudely, you know, like you got a small dick and and uh, you know just just like she and and she was having a little too much fun with it, where she it, it's like she really wanted to do that and she admitted that kind of to me too, um, and then eventually I had to I didn't delete it but I shut it down I shut the whole conversation down, and. Uh, um, and then there was another shut it down. And then there was another post from a guy in the UK who said, what is up with you Americans out there playing gigs now? What are you crazy? <laughs> like we're shut down here in the UK. We're locked down. Why are you guys are going out? Basically, that's what he's saying. And boy, that was the biggest explosion of the whole weekend. That conversation, because that brought out the politics that brought out the the, the COVID is a, a hoax thing it's it's just uh, like the flu the only 99 percent blah 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 and, and that that whole argument back and forth between everybody so uh so i had my hands full the last few days just with the group i mean it was just like non-stop my phone was pinging um getting notifications and report so and so reported this comment so and so reported this post oh yeah it's a full-time freaking job doing this thing sometimes Group. That's good. You got a lot of traffic. You got a lot of action. Yeah, of, yeah. There is that. Yeah, I do like controversial topics because of that. Because it gets it gets people engaged. But you know, I, I have to keep things in check to a degree. You know, if people are are starting to be too rude, then then it, it turns a lot of other people off that are there for the right reason, which is most of the people that are there. Um, and then they end up leaving the group, and I don't. Right, you don't want that. I don't want that. So, I don't want them leaving the group, Steve. I mean, come on now. Yeah, it's um, unless they're not beneficial to the group, then um, you know maybe they should be moving on. Correct. And some people do are showing the door. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. You know, sometimes by me, and sometimes by one of the moderators. 
which is uh it's it's amazing i i have these people like five six seven six or seven people that are in there that are moderators and and uh they stay on top of things too i mean i get i took care of the bulk of this stuff this weekend just because i could uh, but they still stay on top of this stuff a little yeah, too much it is a lot of stuff though to, to try to manage when you think about it you know it is it's i would say because i'm part of just about every facebook big facebook music group there is on on facebook um and i would say that cover band central is the the biggest and the best the one that with the most activity um you know and and i'm not being biased because it's my group i'm just i'm part of every music group that every big music group there is and uh, I get the notifications. I see all the stuff on the on the news feed. Cover Band Central is number one, man. I can say that with confidence. <laughs> That's right. Numero uno, Esteban. So the goal was still to get the website. Number one, CoverBandCentral.com. You could sign up there for you, your band, or both. It's free. Um, but I started working on some other stuff, too. Um, which I'm excited about. But uh, let's let's talk about you a bit. How was your Christmas? I saw that you got, I saw the picture of your tree that Karen put up, and uh, somebody got two big old tires and didn't bother to wrap them. Yes, correct. Um, and somebody got... They had bows on them. Yes, they did have bows. But, you know, lazy, lazy, no wrapping the big tires. Nope. <laughs> and, and every present was wrapped in with the same wrapping paper. Yes. And um and somebody had a guitar case gift. It might have just been a case. Might have been something in it. I don't know. No, there was the gifts inside for sure. And what were the gifts and who were they for? So, so the tires like so the boys both both needed tires for their car. Okay four tires each you know so that's you know between probably five and seven hundred dollars you know what i mean for them to get tires for their car was it car a car or a truck no for their cars cars okay so i figured you it know we get like the boys tires. tires they look like big tires um yeah picture. just because tires usually aren't inside so i guess when a tire on a rim is in your living room it does seem kind of <laughs> larger than you might think it is when it's outside on your car yeah Okay. I'm sorry, but continue. So they, they weren't wrapped because they got rims last year for Christmas. So uh, those were like in a box with brand new tires and blah, blah, blah. Because, uh, um, you know, up here in Jersey, you got snow tires and then summer and spring tires, you know, spring, summer, fall, and then winter. Because up here we get so much snow and it's so crappy out. I have to get the boys like full-blown snow tires with a second set of rims. Right. I don't miss that. I don't have to get snow tires. Yeah, like on my Jeep, I don't have to do that. But for the cars, they do. Nice. So, that, so that's what they got. And then um, I had got a record player Ooh. for the boys and for me. Nice. <laughs> that's Family a, gift. That's a great one. Yeah, vinyl record player. A new, you know, Audio Technica, a new, new one. Uh, so it has, you know, USB and it has... Uh, all the right connections coming out, right factory. So they'll hook up to my home theater. And boy, oh boy, 
Let me tell you. And then the boys got a bunch of vinyl, each of them, for Christmas. Ah, oh, what records did they get? Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. So what did they get? Um, so the 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 total global record collection that was assembled for Christmas was, um, Billy Joel songs in the, from the attic. Good. Billy Joel, uh, Stranger. Excellent. Favorite album. Rush Hemispheres. Nice. Uh, picture disc, so picture vinyl, very cool. Ooh. Rush twenty one twelve, Rush permanent waves, Rush moving pictures. <laughs> there you uh, go. Brian Adams, uh, Logic, Mac Miller. Um, what else? Some Harry Chapin. Oh, cool. Uh, but nonetheless. So, unbelievable, man. The vinyl just is so crystal clear and fat and analog sounding. Like, I can't, like, moving pictures was, oh, and also uh, to Supertramp, Breakfast in America, and and, uh, the other one. So, yeah, so a whole bunch of records. And then I got a record bin to hold them all because I got about 60 albums now between my old records, their new records, Karen's old records. so that we've been enjoying that. So that was that was that. And then Cole got a Martin uh, acoustic guitar. Nice. And then he bought himself a Martin twelve string because they were both on like a super sale. Wow. Like sixty off or something crazy. Wow. Yeah. So he was only going to get one, but he wasn't sure if he wanted a twelve string or a six string. So I said, well, we get both, then you play them both, and then you can return the one you don't want, you know? And then when he got them, he was like, I love both of them. I want both. So- yeah, the, yeah. You give a guitar player or, or just a musician a new Morton acoustic guitar and then a new Morton ac- acoustic 12-string, you're not getting them back. <laughs> you're not giving those back. But he had an acoustic already, uh, you know, a regular. I know, but so, it's a Morton, you know, man. I know. But then when he had the Morton, it was just like the sound. And, and they're both electric acoustics, so you can plug them in. You right. know? But they sound unbelievable, man. So killer. I love it. One of my favorite things when, when I used to work at Guitar Center was to sit in the acoustic room and just pick up Martins and Takaminis and uh, play them. Yeah, they sound killer and they're, you know they're both different they're different bodies they're different woods they're different veneers they have different looks um really really great sounding um instruments you know so he's really psyched about that and boys got some clothes and i got some scotch and everyone got some gifts but right. that was pretty much the, the um the extent of the big gifts you know and right. then uh and I took some time, and I'm designing now downstairs in the studio my new control center. I'm going to have a counter with a shelf to put the monitor and my keyboard and all my uh, preamps and stuff. So it's taking shape, taking shape. Excellent. Are you taking pictures? Oh, yeah. Take pictures. Are you, weren't you going to do like a film thing, like filming it from start to finish, your your whole setup? Yep, yep. Have you been doing that? I've been. Yes, I've, I've started that. Excellent. Because that'll be fun to piece that together, you know the yep. whole the whole experience. Um, explain yep. ex- explain the whole wrapping paper thing to me though. Why is it all the same wrapping paper? You well, just... my gifts and Karen gifts are different color wrapping paper than the boys' gifts would be. Uh huh. 
but typically it's like it's the easiest it's just easier to wrap everything with the same paper just you know when they were little we'd separate it with take different papers for each one and like Chris had his own call had his own and I had my own Karen had her own and it was like I'm not going to be buying all these wrap papers when you know I guess it just makes it easier I don't know so you buy one big roll of wrapping paper no, no, no. We have many rolls of wrapping paper. Oh. So other other people's gifts may be wrapped in different paper, but I see. you know that all because those are a lot of smaller gifts. So one roll of that color wrapping paper will probably do all those gifts. Gotcha. It's not like a mega wrapping event. <laughs> Although I wouldn't know because Karen does all the wrapping. Yeah, yeah. That's what those girls need to do: do the wrapping, do the dishes. <laughs> not wrapping a band, but not you know, wrapping presents. Yeah, that question killed me. Um, cool. So that was good, you know. And then we just had low key hang out Christmas, Christmas Eve and Christmas just with me, Karen, and the boys. Very good. So that was nice. Got some food, a little chilling out, had a couple cocktails. Opened the record player on Christmas Eve and then played with that all night. That nice. was a lot. Because I had it all ready to go. I'd already built a stand for it. And I had an old crappy turntable that uh, I had that was like, <laughs> so, but, the, you know, so I had that up and said, you know, because uh, no one was using it. But I said, you know, I'll, I'll build a shelf in the event that we want to use a turntable or we ever get one. Then it was ready to go. And I had the wires hooked up. So when we got it, it was just like, put it up, plugged it in, and it was off and running. Boom. Yeah. But, yeah, killer, dude. By far the best gift of Christmas was the turntable to bring back all the old vinyls and break out all my old vinyls and even the new vinyls that it, that like the thing what like the rush ones are like remastered like hemispheres is a 40th uh anniversary you know record so it's like a picture disc vinyl mm-hmm. and dude the sound is just incredible right it's like being in the studio you know especially going through the onkyo system it's an immersion of sound and you hear all the panning and all of the little details and you know the stereo image is just killer do you get the crackle too the the crackle of the needle yeah the old the older albums have a crackle the newer albums just kind of go then you hear the music start you know there's very faint the older records like like that's no skipping though just crackly you know uh old sounding records because don't forget like some of those records may have been played hundreds of times yeah you know like they're they're well worn a brand new vinyl like the moving pictures one was so silent that like when the needle dropped on it was like you couldn't even hear it and it just came in it was like boom like holy cow yeah especially having the home theater set like on zero db which is like the room shaking so like when the beginning of time sort of kicks in and you're standing in the oh, in man. the zone where everything surrounds you it's just like yeah that's good stuff man and then you listen to the album you know you listen to the experience of the album well that's it exactly right listen to it right down the whole side then flip it over and listen to the whole other side yeah it's like the good old days man it was cool so it's fun to enjoy that with the boys you know although they were more apt to jump around a little bit more than listen to the whole thing you know but at least one side worth and then flip it over, maybe hit one or two tunes. You know, the whole 
the whole aura and, you know, magic of, of the record player, you know, where you have to slide the arm over, you know, and get it in between the, the groove to sure. get to the next song, you know, but this has like an auto up. So you press a button, it lifts the arm up, then you move it over to where you think you want it, you know, you line it up, then you press another button and it slowly drops it down. So there's no like, <laughs> <laughs> right. you know, on your brand new record, which you don't, we don't want right. that. I know? used to do it though. Be, I used to be able to, I mean, that's oh, yeah. all I had was records, so I was, became a master at that. Yeah, no doubt. But, yeah, great, dude, what great sound. And then, you know, what was really cool, too, was that some of those records came with a digital download good through the, the 31st of the month, where you can go on and download, like, a high-res, you know, mega uh, digital version of it, better than, like, an MP3, you know? Right, cool. Yeah, so we had like three or four albums worth of that music too that I put into my iTunes, which is like super high quality now. Right. Yeah, I miss those days. That's a great. That's a great purchase to have that record player, and and that sounds like you guys would get a lot out of it. I miss oh, those yeah. days. I miss that. That I'd really, I love that they're in vogue again, um, and that you can really be very selective with your album choices now. It's like you know these albums so well like what do i really want to have that album final experience with because like yeah especially because if it's a re reissued brand new vinyl it's like between 25 and 30 bucks there's no mm -hmm. like you know mm. 599 records are oh yeah you know, they're still out there but it's the much lesser known artists you know anything like van halen or you know, Zeppelin or anything that's you know, you're gonna that you'd want that's like more of a classic, like even the Billy Joel stuff. You know, like I found the Stranger, brand new, unopened, um, original pressing, and I bought it on eBay. And to buy that uh, new as like a remastered one is like you know eighty bucks. Eighty bucks. Yeah, and if you look around for it, it was between eighty and two hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah. No kidding. So I found it for less than that, and the guy just said, "Listen, it's um, you know, it's the the cover's a little worn inside the plastic, like the impression of the disc on it. You know, they call it like a uh, ring wear. Mm -hmm. so you see, you might see a little ring wear on the cover, you know, on the jacket itself, but the record's never been played. Right. That's a way, you know, the artists now can make money too. Like well-known artists that can't tour now because of COVID, and 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 you know, there's no not a lot of money made from streaming. Um, right. They could just like autograph their album and sell like autograph 300 of them and sell them for like 500 bucks a piece or something. I don't know. Listen, there's definitely, like I said, when you go to some of these record stores, you know, there's a lot that have, you know, a very, very robust amount of albums, both new, old, used, yeah. you know, Cole was rummaging through some secondhand stores and thrift shops and, you know, Record stores, that's where he, he found some Harry Chapin stuff for like, you know, $2, a dollar, you know? Right. But, but good, you know, but used. So definitely have to like check them out before you buy them because you're not returning it. And it's, uh, like I said, big difference though. The, the new vinyls, no crackles. It's just, it just sounds so good. I was amazed. I was blown away. Wow. That's cool. Awesome. Yes, yeah, so that was fun. So that'd be the new, uh, he said, I keep them occupied for the next, you know, couple of weeks. They're home on, on winter break. Right. I can't believe that I used to learn songs that way by listening to the vinyl. 
That's how I first started learning songs. Not even cassettes, vinyl. So yeah, it's not no, even headphones. There's no no headphones, no pausing, no rewinding. There's you listen to the song, you know what the song sounds like, and you figure it out as you go. <laughs> like the song's gonna keep going. That's I think that's why I get got good at playing bands. Because I would play when I first started learning how to play bass, that's how what I did. I put on the record and I played along with the record. And you know, if I made a mistake, there was no like I had to still keep going in the song because the song is still going. So I think I learned how to do that in bands by playing with records. Just you, you screw up. Oh well, you keep you just keep going. That's it. Yeah, as if it was live. Right. So that that was a valuable education. I'm glad we had that con- this conversation now because that's something I didn't really really realize. But that is definitely true. From like oh from yeah the beginning. Like Big, big difference, you know? Um, but nonetheless, like I said, very, very cool retro memory there. And uh, how about yourself? What did, what, how was your Christmas? Uh, I was pretty laid back. Thank you again, too, for the lovely surprise on Christmas morning that you you and Santa left. For yeah, me. dude, Santa Santa comes, and I told you, he's got to believe. Yeah, I appreciated that. It was cool. It was nice. Uh, I mean, I'm spending most days at home anyway because there's nothing to do. Um, and just to, you know, until COVID is really being handled properly, um, you know, I'm just staying in and I've said it many times that I like it, you know, I like staying home. So Christmas, I did that and, and, uh, and, you know, I, I didn't really, I talked to a couple of people on the phone and, uh, you know, a bunch of texts and messages and Facebooking and, and did, did a bunch of CBC stuff that day. And uh, watch the Saints game, and uh, I made some baked ziti, which was really, really, really good. <laughs> it was just really yeah. I made a whole pan of it, and I, I wanted to eat the whole pan. I did not, but I wanted to. Because, um, like, I made sauce from scratch, and... and, um, and uh, yeah, you have real meal. Yeah, it was so, I love to cook, and, and I'm pretty good at it. In fact, I have I made barbecue chicken in the slow cooker today. I started this morning. I had a very productive day today. Started this morning with that, and then once that was done, after like five hours, I started making turkey soup in the slow cooker, and I cut mm-hmm. up all the vegetables and still turkey that I have from Thanksgiving that I had frozen. Yeah. And uh, that's cooking right now. It smells spectacular from here. And uh, I'll still be noshing after some wisdom. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was a good Christmas day. It felt felt nice. It was cold here, so it felt nice to have a little nip in the air. Um. Yeah. I did a lot of TV watching. I guess too. Did a lot of TV watching over last week, and uh, we we talked about this last week. And I said, you know, I spent this whole day watching this one series of this uh, this show. And you said, well, as long as you don't do it every day for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I did it just about every day for the last week, except for yesterday. Well, so you're only a weekend, so you, there's still time to stop, Steve. And I watched six seasons of this show in that time. So I was spending a lot of time watching that show. And I'm not going to tell you what show it was. 
But I've done that too. I've watched like back to back, like um, Ozark. Um, not you know, not like binge watched over days at a time, but watched like you know, come from work. Cameron say you know, want to watch a little bit of Ozark and watch a couple episodes and go to bed. You know, then next night watch a couple episodes and you know, after you know, a couple of weeks you caught up pretty good. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Now I was watching like five, five or six in a row episodes. <laughs> yeah, I've done a, that too. A forty minute, forty minute episodes. Yeah. As is one after the other. That's it. Uh, but you know, Shit's Creek's pretty good. I just just finished that. I heard that's good. I I, uh, I can't get into it yet. I can't. I I can't do. I can't do that very often because I get because I get like that. It's it's just like, all right, that ended. I want to see what what's next. Let's go. Right. Yep. And you know, I become a bum. So, um, but it's one I would give a chance. But the, that's cool. I'll tell you the show I watched, and be, a lot of people are going to be like, "What?" Because I don't watch like any of those dating shows. I never have Bachelorette, Bachelor, any of those, right, uh, right, or, or any of the various types of those. And then I was just like sitting, like kind of flipping on Netflix, almost half asleep. Where you know the previews come up, you hover over something, the preview comes up automatically, and this is a dating show, but it, it just seemed the premise of it seemed interesting to me. And it was that, uh, they did like, uh, like psychological tests and, and, uh, 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 talk to exes and parents and friends and did, uh, other, you know, like research on people to find your perfect match, your romantic match. And I just thought that was an interesting, idea so they pick 10 guys and 10 girls in the first couple seasons and they they go to a location a beautiful location it was the first season was hawaii and they do activities they they well, all they all live in a house kind of like big big brother okay and they're all very attractive people and they're young like in their early early to mid 20s um but they do have the I love the sociological aspect of this of of human interaction like they're thrown in this house together they're young and they they have copious amounts of alcohol in this house of course it makes you <laughs> TV. right and their job is to find their perfect match out of the other 10 of the opposite sex and and the the prize is a million dollars for all of them um, if they get it right and they have 10 episodes, 10 weeks to figure it out. Um, and a million dollars split between 20 people is $50,000 each, which isn't that great, but it's still, you know, it's a good amount of money for a 25 year old kid. If they do what, if they all find a match, if they all figure out who their matches that was scientifically chosen oh, okay. for that. Yeah. Yes. It, it was. And the way they run the show was they, they have, they show the people in the house and show their interactions and you kind of start to get to know what people are like and their personalities. And then they have a, uh, an activity in, in the early part of the day. And it's usually like on the beach. It's some sort of game um, where they all participate and they, and then uh, they pick either two or three winners and those winners get, get to go on a date. And the date is always something like jet skiing or, or, or mountain climb or cave exploring or, or just, you know, whatever things that you would do on an Island. And, uh, and then the, the rest of the house has to choose 
of the couples that are out there who they think the perfect is is a perfect match and they go to this big board it's a like a big tv touch screen and they pick and then the they have a thing called the truth booth and everybody comes back and whoever was selected as the most likely to be a match go in the truth booth and they 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 really dramatize it but it's it's really cool how they do it like they have to walk to this place and it's a building and it's well lit and and it makes all sorts of noises and there's a big tv screen in there and then it comes up either no match or a perfect match and but they really draw it out and then and then the, if they are a perfect match then that couple gets to go off outside the house to a, like a honeymoon suite they call it and be by themselves and uh Ooh la la. And then the end of the show, they, so they'll show that what happens after that. And then the end of the show, they all, they have the matchup ceremony and each week they alternate between the guys and the girls. And, um, the, the, you know, the one is like, say the girls are standing up, the guys are sitting down and the girls go up there one by one and pick who they think their perfect matches. And once all the, those are chosen, they have these lights, these big spotlights that go in the air, uh, point in the air. You know, you've seen them before. Um, and they have 10 of them in a row. And the object is to light up all 10. That means it's 10 perfect matches. So it's it's dramatized, but it's exciting. But I, I don't know why. Just explain that whole thing on, on a music show. But <laughs> they played the band where they had a good music. Well, there are so. some of the people in there. They play in guitar and whatever. But um, I just love the sociological aspect of it, of human beings interacting with each other. And and the dynamics and and all of it is is just fascinating to me. The people watching, basically. So I watched six seasons of that, and the the sixth season was filmed in New Orleans, which made it interesting to see all the places they went that I have frequented. Excellent. Yes, but I'm done with it. Six seasons. There's two more seasons, but you'd have to pay to watch them, and I'm not going to do that. So. Onward to other things. Upwards and onward, dude. Yeah. So I could talk a little bit about music here. Go ahead. So in in rebuilding the studio and now setting up the new platform, yeah. uh, you know, because you've outgrown just the, the single mixture that I have. So now we're going to, you know, get uh, a high-horsepower computer, a nice monitor, and load it up with software and get a digital audio workstation going with, uh, you know, 16 to 32 inputs, be it XLR or quarter inch, nice. whatever whatever means we may discover. So it's interesting to see how, um, you know, the integration of this now is, is another thing I'm going to start to document is like what gear to buy, you know, what's the procedure and um, sequence that everything gets put into, you know, systematically, how do you get it into the computer? You know, then how do you manipulate it? And it's pretty interesting when you see there's a lot of different ways to do it. Um, but it all comes down to a digital platform, either, you know, be it Pro Tools or uh, Logic X or uh, a- any of those, you know. Mm. But different, you know, because now you're used, utilizing the uh, computer and the screen as your, your mixer. You know, you're you're taking the analog piece out of it with the faders. Now you have them on the screen, right? You know, which is cool. You can get all kinds of compression and all different effects and different packages and suites. So it's very exciting. So I've been researching and working on that, and putting together everything. So I just bought the uh, 
the Mac Mini. It's the first purchase that I made, so I'm very excited about that. That seems to be the hot um, computer to, to use for any type of home uh, audio and video editing and recording and manipulating. Uh, it's pretty robust. Uh, and it got really good reviews. And what is the computer again? I'm sorry. It's a Mac. It's an Apple. Oh, good. It's a, yeah. It's a Mac, Mac Mini. I love me a Mac. It's a little box, dude. It's like seven by seven by like inch and a half tall. Oh, nice. And it's got like, you know, 500 gig of memory and it's got like eight gig of, of you know, regular uh, operating memory and all kinds of interfaces out and you get it with a software bundle that comes with, with Final Cut and uh, Logic X, you know, the audio video editing software. Mm-hmm. It's all proprietary to Apple, so it's all, you know, you can get a bundle, save yourself a couple hundred bucks. Right. It's on end of year, you know, discount and education discount now because they're offering education pricing, so they have, they've reduced cost of things due to COVID. So all helpful stuff, you know. Excellent. Yep. So now, like I said, as we as we progress with the podcast, I'll build my little podcast area here. I have a <laughs> you know, desk with a, you know, my mic on a boom arm that I can retract and put to the side. I'll have a full-size 27-inch monitor. I'll have my camera mounted up there. It's going to be Hollywood, dude. That's 2021 <laughs> is, the, is the year studio. Call, call you Tony Hollywood. Hey, Hollywood. What's up, Hollywood? What are you going to have in the background? you going to have something cool in the background. Big sinus is legend. <laughs> No, the way it's the way it's set up, the, it, the the workstation will be behind the blue kit, so it'll be facing the kit. So behind me will be the you, it'll be as if you're sitting behind my big blue Gretsch kit. Okay. So I have, and all kinds of symbols and chimes and all kinds of stuff hanging behind me because then beyond that is the the mega kit, and then the, all the guitars hanging on the wall. So depending where I put the camera, we'll we'll, we'll have to experiment with it and see what oh, yeah. you yeah. you know you like the best, Steve. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's all about the visual. Yeah. I guess I'm gonna have to work on mine too, my my visual. Cause I I have the I have a green screen. I don't know if we if we can uh, if we can get this together where I can use a green screen. That would be good. I think we can do it at Streamyard. We might have to do it at Streamyard. That would be very cool. Yeah, I wouldn't see. I wonder if I can just do both at the same time. I don't see why I can't record the audio still like I'm doing right now to Spreaker. And then still do this, uh, all this stuff on uh, StreamYard. I think this is the way to go because StreamYard, we can go to multiple sites at once, being live. We'll definitely get more engagement, dude. I mean, yes, global domination, dude. Let's when it's, go. When it's video, and it's like, because Facebook Lives, anytime I do Facebook Live, I get engagement. You know, I get people there watching immediately, and many people commenting, and uh, works every time. I just, um, you know, I've been talking about this forever, Facebook Live, and, and it's the way to go. Um, I kind of hit a roadblock with my goal. I think I said it last week with uh, the, the guy, with the the filming guy. I don't think he's going to work out. So I, I I reached out to somebody else last night, and he got back to me, and he said he would call me this afternoon, and he did not. So I don't know what the deal is there, but... Uh, I'm going to keep chugging it, and I know if I keep moving that eventually this will come into fruition. But uh, um, uh, um, 
I think, do, do you remember the Pork tor- Tornadoes? No. No? They were one of the bands. Maybe they weren't one of the bands. There were a couple bands that we kind of mentored in the beginning of this, which kind of blows my mind that we did that in the beginning. Yeah, no, that was Clank. That was Clanky Lincolns, Clanky and that Lincoln. was um, Handsome Young Young Ladies. Yes. Um, right. Okay. Pork Tornadoes is another band that they're in Iowa. Uh, Mike Schulte is uh, the drummer, and he's somebody uh, that I've I've known for a couple of years now. We connected. I think basically because of Coverman Central and his band is just outstanding. They they they're ahead of the game. They know the deal. Like they've been doing lives for a while, and now they're doing this it. Is pork tornadoes. Pork tornadoes. Yeah, they're really good musicians. Really cool dudes. Uh, very ambitious, and they they you know they're one of the best ones out there in my opinion. And uh, they're doing a New Year's Eve show where they're selling tickets. Uh, uh, streaming, selling tickets uh, for for live streaming, which is the way to go. And, and New Year's Eve might be tough to do it, but this year, because of COVID, there's going to be a lot more people home on New Year's Eve than there normally would be. This is true. So I think it's brilliant. And, and I asked him if he would do a uh, a live with me on CBC tomorrow, and he said yes. I just got this... Uh, message from him that he said yes he will uh and he's basically just told me anytime so i'll probably do it in the morning uh in my morning 11 a.m central which would be noon eastern <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so if anybody listens to this before then before the 30th at 11 a.m central uh, i will be doing a facebook live with mike schulte from the pork tornadoes tomorrow um which and i've done that before with him but for some reason i don't have the recording so uh, i've been more diligent about doing lives and and downloading the recording and then uploading it to youtube so trying to build the youtube page a bit more channel get more content so when we're doing so that'll be great dude when we're doing the facebook lives with the podcast we're going to have that recording we'll put it up on youtube so we'll yep. st- we'll start to really really finally grow this thing after 120 episodes. <laughs> 120 episodes young, brother. Oh, man. Yeah. So uh we need to we need to definitely converse about Well, I guess we don't really need to talk about too much. I think we've already figured it out, right? You're going to have we your setup figured out, dude. It's everything. It's all figured out. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, you're good and I started my phone is connected to the thing and it's ringing and I bet you it's that that guy right now that I just said hadn't called me I bet you that was him and my phone is connected to the mixer right now Um, I uh, I started this thing I've been really meaning to do this and I finally started taking the steps to get it done to do uh, like a program for Cover Central um, either on marketing or live streaming, I haven't decided yet. But um, I really started putting it together last night. And uh, what is that sound? Do you hear that? No, I do not. There's all sorts of. Is it coming from my phone? Let me see. Yes, my phone just started like acting like a. Oh wait. 
I answered the phone, so he heard me. Oh, that was weird. All right. Um, <laughs> I th the phone rang right, and I went, and I think I went to to hang up on it, but I actually answered it. So it was that whole time it was live, and I was hearing. Uh, I don't even know. What what is going on over there? I don't know. Technical problems. Uh, but anyway, technical difficulties. Please stand by. I started putting together this program, and I, I'm kind of modeling it after Mike Dooley's thing that he's been doing lately. I I basically looked at his sales page, and and I'm gonna kind of model my sales page after it, which is a tall order because he's got a lot of stuff that he's done. Um. Yeah, but that's okay. You gotta start somewhere, dude. Yeah, yeah. You gotta take the steps, and that's the biggest thing that keeps people from doing anything is being afraid to uh, take the steps. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you figure it out as you go. Uh, yeah, he said he called. Okay. Um, which is what I'm doing with this thing. So hopefully this guy will be on board with that and we'll be able to do some live shows next week or next uh, next year, next month. Uh, maybe even next week. Probably not next week. Uh, no, not next week. No. But uh, do a show live from New Orleans uh, so you can see some of the killer musicians here, the killer bands, and have a theme each week. That's the goal. Um, and uh, I, I got some killer players that are going to be part of this. So I'm excited to get that going. Yeah, let's go, man. Fire it up. And what else is there? I know there was something else. Oh, I start, you, you talk, I mean, we've talked about at, at length about habits, you know, that's a, a big thing of yours. And I started listening to this audio book about that today too, which, uh, put me in a good spot, made me, uh, I mean, I already know the, I understand the benefit of it because you've talked about it a lot. Um, but just hearing it again in different words and stuff and, and seeing it from a different way, uh, is helpful. So, oh, yeah, habits are important, man. Yeah. So I started a thing that I'm going to do every day. I started it today. Just after I get up and, and I'm awake, go for a walk on the levee. And I don't know why I don't do it every day because it's such an amazing view. It's beautiful out right now. And so like upper 60s when I went out like 10 o'clock this morning. And uh, great way to start the day. Wait. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Great way to, what a great way to start the day, man. Yeah. So I'm going to make that a habit. Excellent. Yes. Because I knew I, I need to walk. I need to just exercise a little bit. So I was like, all right, let me walk. And then maybe, and I actually ran a little bit too this morning. Not much, but a little bit. Because I haven't run. Was somebody chasing you? No. Oh, I just wanted, good. I want to exercise. And started kind of a sit-up challenge thing for myself did three sets of 10 and then each day I'm going to add one. So today I did three sets of 11. So tomorrow will be 12, 13, 14, so on. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Cause I was exercising a lot when I was doing the, the, uh, physical therapy, you know, not that kind of exercise, but it was still exercise. And now that that's done, I, I need something, another regimen for myself. Of course. So, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm I'm not waiting till New Year's Eve. I'm not waiting till New Year's Day. I'm starting no. new stuff now. That's right. 
resolution resolution. Listen, let's face it. You're not you're you know you're not going to all of the sudden reinvent yourself on New Year's Day and take on all these new responsibilities. You know, mm-hmm. goal is just to be a better you know version of you on that day than you were the day before. And you know, like you said, to set you know goals for yourself and have priorities and you know be aware of your habits and focus on really you know. Uh, being aware of what your habits are and, and, and making sure that you you have good habits and, and implementing good habits consistently, right? Because that's what that behavior becomes a habit by doing it over and over and over again. Yeah, and it becomes less of something you need to think about. It, it doesn't take up your brain space um, after it becomes a habit. You actually do create new wiring, new um, you know, neural transmitted. Absolutely stuff <laughs> new pathways yeah new new neural pathways is what you create um so good stuff all right well uh that'll do it for us um we made it yeah, to happy new year everybody we made it to yes happy new year we made it to the end of 2020 crawling maybe for some but we made it and uh carbandcentral.com it's just getting bigger and better so go there sign up for you your band or both it's free we'll see you next year Podcasting is hard, but it doesn't have to be. Introducing the science of a podcast, hosted by Spreaker from iHeart. This weekly podcast looks at the many sides of the podcasting industry, from success, growth, and technology to the varying challenges we all face. This is one podcast about podcasting you don't want to miss. New episodes launch every Tuesday. Listen to the science of a podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.